You've eaten Gotham's wealth, its spirit, but your feast is nearly over. This is not my hole. It's an operating table. And I'm the surgeon. Why aren't you laughing? From this moment on, none of you are safe. Welcome to the Batman Book Club, a podcast exploring the Dark Knight Library. I'm your host, Ryan Lauer. The Batman Book Club is a proud member of the Batman Podcast Network, hosted by Batman on Film. Just go to batmanonfilm.com, click on Podcasts, and you'll find the Batman Podcast Network that has a whole list of other Bat-related shows that also like to dive into other nerdy subjects. Great shows, like one straight out of Gotham. Hmm. Batman Book Club is also on Patreon. If you like what's going on, on with the show and you want to help support the show and keep those generators running in the Wayne Manor study, join some of these very generous others uh, who have chipped in on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Now, thank you for listening to episode 159, Batman in June. It's another month ended, so that means another monthly wrap-up of new Batman comics, and I never do this alone. I do it with Italian's favorite. Italian's? Italy's favorite. Now nah, let's keep it with the Italians. Their favorite frolicker representative, uh, Peter Arvera. Peter, thanks for coming back on the Batman Book Club. I don't frolic. That's yep. a lie. Peter's Park for frolicking. <laughs> I do not know. You no. still don't know what that is because you haven't listened to that episode. But Garrett and I, I don't are... know what that is. I don't exactly. listen to Garrett's shows. You should have. Well, it was Garrett on this show. <laughs> it was a great conversation. I don't listen to Garrett's and... shows. I don't even listen to the and... podcast he hosts. And we, we, uh, yeah, we have a great idea with it. Many people are in support of, so can't wait. Peter's Park for frolicking. PPFF. Um, how you doing? That sounds like a category in fantasy football. PPFF. <laughs> PPFF. <laughs> PPFF. I'm all right. You know, hanging out, doing better than the Flash. That's true. Uh, you are the. So I mentioned your show, Straight Out of Gotham. Mm-hmm. Um, hosted by you and the champion of Long Island, which um, people that listen to this, I think, are pretty damn aware of Straight Out of Gotham. Okay, we got a new episode out on that. Let's we'll talk about that at the end. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah sure. Do. Why not? Let's we talk just, about all. We of just it. dropped okay. ones. Okay, no yeah. big deal. We're yeah. not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about about you, Eric Holzman. If we talked about Eric Holzman, <laughs> we'd just be another group of people talking about Eric Holzman and his feats of achievement and wonder and. Yeah, how much better he is than all of us. You know, he hasn't been on this show in a long time. I can't get him I, to read comics. I, he's busy. I mean, between you know the Aquaman movie and uh, the Holzimon documentary, and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty sure he's going to get Holzimon in Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's, I think him and Hoss are working on that. Ooh, yeah. All right. Well, there so, we go. You know, uh, start a Kickstarter for that or something. And I think Hoss is writing the official Nintendo documentary on Holzimon. So they're collaborating on that as well. Going to be a bestseller. Pete, um, our list here for this month uh, is not what it used to be. So let's get talking about the uh, Batman comics release. Does that make you happy or is it, are you upset about that? I don't know. Um, I'm not upset about it. I am. I'm. It was a bit overwhelming. It was a daunting task for us to do these. Uh, there for a long stretch because we had a lot of Batman books to talk about and DC has cut back on those. And I don't know specifically the reasons why, but uh, 
I don't know. I think a lot of people complained also that all it is is Batman comics and nobody else. Well, they're starting to spread the spread it out a little bit more and have more comics of their other characters. Um, and also people buy Batman comics. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? Um, there were like times I kind of like, I, it was like a task that I wanted to like, you know, just tackle, you know, Mm -hmm. like when you get to like December, excuse me. And there's like, I don't know, 50 issues of Batman you have to read. You're just kind of like, how am I going to do this? It was, it was yeah. kind of like a challenge or something, you know, like at some points it was fun to do. And at some points it was completely like, I have no time to do this at all. You know, there Especially were when where- some of those were the, were, you know, 60 page uh, urban legends, mm-hmm. you know, well, some- you cheated and didn't read all of them. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I did that with brave and bold. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, I have. Same I pulled here. a lower. <laughs> yep. Same here. Some of them I'll dip into. Same. Um, not. But, but anyways, let's start with as we always do. The first issue of each month is uh, the Batman title. Batman issue one thirty six. This is coming off of last month's very appreciated celebratory issue 900 135 which was uh really cool this i wasn't exactly sure of the placement of this issue it's part of the dawn of dc obviously written by chip zadarsky with art from i'm gonna butcher and it's not the last name i'm gonna butcher it's the first name here uh belaine ortega belen ortega i don't know i didn't know if she's going to continue on in like so that's rough because you can't even use one? like initials. Yeah, it's like B or take and <laughs> you don't want to call them BO. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bo. Um, Bo is probably more of a appreciated than like <laughs> so BO on this issue. Well, over here. <laughs> but uh it seems like when I looked after reading this issue, I looked up, I don't think she's on the next one, and I'm not talking about the night terrors issues. I'm talking about when you know Batman 137 comes out. Got a bit of a rotating door here, huh? She's not attached to it. Yeah. So, oh, I mean, this is just a one shot from her, but I actually really liked her art in this. I thought the art was really good. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd I'd like more of it to see what else she can do. The story itself has remaining aspects of Zernar, which I thought maybe, I know it would be silly for me to think considering the last page of the last issue. But I was like kind of thinking slash hoping that Zuranar was done. Doesn't look like it. Looks like it's lingering here. So oh, you don't have to tell Z- me. Zadarsky's uh cooking up more with that angle, but I, I don't know with that. But the uh Cobblepot children, I I really like yeah. planting the seeds for them and how they're gonna be a focal point going forward, I think. I do too, considering Ozzy's dead, and uh, that was that rubbed me the wrong way. Quote unquote. Yeah. Don't you remember? You remember the backup story, don't you? Yeah, I know. I'm I'm just just saying, in theory, Ozzy. Like I'm supposed. I'm still supposed to think Ozzy's dead, right? Like until until I see him like squawking with his with his monocle, he's dead. Back Um, in Gotham with his monocle, yeah, he's 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 running a flower shop. (laughs) Exactly. Another exactly. Um, I I dig this a lot. Like I like this. I like this so much more than Detective. It's not even funny. Um, the the aspects of just you know Bruce Wayne and the the team and dealing with uh, 
you know, just like what's it called, Mister? Uh, not I was gonna say Mister Miracle, Mister Terrific. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it makes me kind of forget about the the hand, and then there's some Selena stuff. Um, the panel with the kids is really great, and later in the issue, before the backup story, um, yeah, I just this feels like a Batman tale to me, and I can kind of look past stuff I don't like, like, like uh, Javi's Batman in the in the purple here, um, because it, it, at least it's well written. Like I'm getting like at least the failsafe stuff I wasn't digging, and the others are in our stuff I didn't like at all. But I'm re- I think this story's a little bit better, so uh, I'm enjoying this, and it's just I don't know, just. This seems to be a little bit more Batman than what we've been getting before, but I still I don't know. It, there's some weird take. There's there's some weird choices here. In with the Zernar stuff, I just like ah oh, man. Well, I even just, that uh, Zernar, and still I'm like I'm not over the. <laughs> I still can't like I know he's got this stupid robot hand. <laughs> yeah, the robot hand. I for some reason thought, and I know you and I talked on the phone this month, and I I asked you about that, and I'm like maybe I need to reread that issue. From last month, because I thought the hand was repaired and it was back to normal. But then obviously you see when you open this that he's covering it up with mm. a glove. And it's like, oh, the black glove. Um, that uh, OK, maybe that's not. But maybe I can get along. With, eh, oh, I didn't make that whatever. connection. Oh, wow. Look can at you. Op- can overlook it. Um, the Cernar stuff I'm just not wild about. And so it's nothing against Zdarsky because it has its fans. And I don't think he's he's uh i don't want to say abused the inclusion of it it's just it's an aspect that i just am not really a fan of doesn't connect with me but everything else you touched on like yeah i love it's almost like a little bit of a falcone angle here of you know bringing in family to mobs types running you know criminal empire with addison aiden cobblepot and batman's going to be included with them i like that that's getting more like you said of more batman more down and maybe gritty a possibility of getting gritty as well as we know there's Not something even gritty, that, but just just unfantastical street level like, crime. Yeah, street level. I'll say that. Like that's that's yeah. kind of where I like my Batman the best. And I'm cool with that. Level. That's what I want. Um, like if I want it, if it. it because like I feel like Detective is trying to be like a more not necessarily a global but more of a grander scale. They're trying to get Roz involved, all this other stuff. They're trying to go more supernatural more elements and stuff. Global and it's just not clicking. Whereas this is exactly what you said, street level. That's why it's working for me. Yep. Even Same if you include Skittles, Batman, and it's <laughs> and it's it's also including or planning to see that I know that there is Batman Catwoman crossover story coming post uh, night terrors. And so I think this is starting to, you know, bring Selena back with that. And I, I love that Selena stuff, by the way. Yeah, that's great. And I really like the, when Batman crashes in on the cobble pots, I mean, that page, I really like more. So I do oh, like, he looks incredible st- standing tall, but then I actually like the panel at the bottom where he's kind of in shadow. Um, mm-hmm. like I don't know yes, those yes. two like that page just really stands out to me. There's there's really two like shots of him on gargoyle gar- gargoyles a few pages later. That's kind of breathtaking. There's an action shot of him yeah. with the grapple gun that I like when he's first talking to Selena. You like shadow shots? There's a great one there. Yeah. Um, so the, the for, book is really well drawn and a lot of emotion too. A great job. Yeah, like you know, she likes using like the the area under the cow, like basically the exposed part of the cowl to show a lot of emotion. Like she uses his, his cheeks and his mouth to kind you know, you, you can get a real read on what he's thinking and how he feels by looking at his face, you know, mm-hmm. this, Selena, you... the Selena almost kind of feels very Jim Lee. Like I'm looking at her face. Do you think it's like arc of origins meets Jim Lee, this art, you could tell what influenced did you think when Batman walked into the kitchen at the manor at the end that it was all a dream? 
I used to read Word Up magazine, Salt and Pepper, <laughs> every day up in the limousine. Um, I don't I know. Did. Like they really sold me in that. Well, here's the thing: when are they all together and able to do? The, you know, like <laughs> the what, like once every like four years, everyone's in the same spot at the same time. I feel the, I feel like the Bat Family's always constantly in motion. Um, you know, and they're all getting along. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it is too good to be true. And you don't realize what it is until uh, um, the final page. Yeah, which is, I mean, it did give me kind of well, like but, uh, huh. death of the family vibes. Like when, when like the Joker yeah. has them all like, death, like I, I kind of went back to that a little bit. Yeah. And then the backup story of the the Zer cave, if you will. Like maybe it's a little interesting, but. Also, I mean, it just deals with Zer and R, where again, I'm kind of like, eh. it, well, as soon as I saw fail safe, I, I got zoned out. Yeah. Or yeah. the robot, another, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. just. Although I did think that, um, so the artist in the backup is Jorge Corona. Uh, Feels like I did he think that great the, cowl, the cowl kind of reminded me of Beware the Batman a little bit. Yeah, I can uh, see what you're talking about. Yeah, I see a lot of that. So overall, I mean, I think I gave, I wrote the review for BOF. I think I give it, I might have given it a B plus, I think. And that's kind of where I stand on this issue. I think still, I think even though I'm hesitant on the Zernar stuff, but as an issue as a whole, it's not like it was anything remotely bad or anything like that. I thought it was good. Entertaining. Uh, the next week, the Batman and Scooby-Doo Mysteries, number nine. Peter, did you read this one? I did not have time to get this one in. Couldn't get it in. Uh, this one was this one was a lot of fun. Uh, it uh, opened up any scrappy? actually scrappy sighted, no scrappy, but it did open up with a pup named Scooby Doo. Well, I'll have to buy just it. One then page. You know, I'm a sucker for pup name. Oh, just one it's page. Just one, it's just one page. Yeah, but I mean, it's cool. The story itself is cool. Is red herring there? Uh, no, <laughs> tough so. Little scrappy, no red hair. So. But I'm actually there's... a little surprised there hasn't been any scrappy. There has not been one scrappy appearance in any of these i think that's kind of no bogus I, I know you hate scrappy because you you seem to hate he small sucks. dogs you hate small dogs um that's fine you hate small dogs and you know well you hate small dogs he's get he sucks yeah well you hate small dogs he sucks and that's, well, because you hate small dogs <laughs> he sucks. It, right? he sucks. <laughs> anyway uh anyways no this is I'm a little uh, bummed out this issue i would recommend that you that you read it because it is what do you want to say? It's a nod to uh, Scooby-Doo villain history, which is really? really cool. And then blend it a little bit with Batman. Uh, Commissioner Gordon, which what I really love about this is that you do get. So Batgirl is like the animated series Batgirl. Batman is like the the Batman Adventures animated style. So it's a pit and, push. Pit and push. then and then Gordon is the animated series. And then Scooby Doo, like the Mystery Inc., they're the you know the classic uh, TV series version. And then other villains that pop up from Scooby Doo are the the old um, from the TV series back in the day. So it's like it's a great blending of all of the different versions and different styles from different time periods. And it, I think this one is actually like one of the more fun ones that I've read recently. Like all of them, kind of like together, are in like the B range. Cause it's easily digestible. It's fun. It's not really like 
playing with your mind and sitting with you long after the fact but like this one it was almost like the most entertaining of the past i don't know how many issues so i would recommend you know check it out especially like you um if nothing else you'll at least like the first page because it's pup named scooby-doo mm-hmm. all right i'll see i'll take a look at the comic shop uh let's move along then Batman I want a Scrappy and Robin ep- uh, issue. Like, can we get like I just want Scrappy, Scrappy and Robin? Okay, so this would actually not be too bad. Have Scrappy and Damien. No, I hate Damien. I hate Damien, but I hate Scrappy, and both <laughs> of them have egos. Double negatives. Yeah, make a positive always. So maybe in that issue, they're both fighting and they both die. <laughs> you know, I get some balls. Make that issue. Of a Scooby Doo and Batman uh, team up. That's what I want to say. All right. Next Tuesday, Batman White Knight presents Generation Joker. Zach Snyder Scrappy Doo. <laughs> yes. Give the people what they want. Uh, <laughs> Pete, you can you can take the lead on this one since I've taken the lead on the previous two. Dude, this book is absolutely bonkers. I love this thing. This is insane. Uh, I, the Joker's uh, I want to call them the grandkids. Um, the Joker's the Joker's, the Joker's <laughs> grandkids' parents. Yeah, parents. The Joker's kids are really funny. Um, I love all the like the uh, uh, like it's the I don't know like the heritage. I feel like it's just like a heritage issue. Like everyone's like got puppets of like I don't know their relatives and they're ready to take revenge. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it's pretty crazy and twisted. Then you have Matt Reeves Batmobile, which makes a cameo, right? Like you thought that was the Reeves car, didn't you? The you the Batmobile that they're driving. Yeah, that's definitely Reeves' car. No. You don't think so? No. It, I mean, it was in last issue, too, and I didn't think so. I think it's different. You think so? I think it's... I think it's. Um, who drew... Is Murph drew this issue? Murph Gandolfo. The artist. Okay. Okay. No, I don't... I mean, unless I'm... You're talking about the one that... Uh, right here, in the beginning. Jack, I thought that was... I thought that was the Reeves' car. Hold on a second. Let me pop that up. That was a take on the Reeves' car. No. Because, I mean, if you look underneath that... So, in one angle, it could seem that way. But I mean that's a four seater. Reeves car is a a two seater at most. Okay, but then, but then like you look at the back side of it, and I I think it is. Uh, I don't. It does look. It looks different. I don't. I didn't take it as as that. So if it is, then I'm wrong. No, it's my bad. Then I, I assumed it was Reeves car. They just kind of put like uh, a thing at the end, like maybe like a hood. They always take a little bit of their own liberties. I don't know. I thought it was cool though. I, Kowalski probably hates it. Probably thinks it needs something crazy. Oh, yeah. But um, I like the Joker's kids. Um, they're great. And this Ivy stuff was interesting. And just I, I, I'm just like amazed. This is like not many like Elseworld stuff. I get well now they call them Black Labels, but like not many Elseworld stuff like that continues on. Do I really dig? And this is like the exception. And just because it's so unique, it's not like like he he has such an interesting take on characters and he puts them in different positions, but it's not like disrespectful. You know, like Agent Stewart and 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 Prince. Like I was like, oh man, this is this is a different take. Like I wonder when he's going to become more Green Lanterny, right? Like he's always wearing the green yeah. shirt and everything. Um, the uh, the graveyard scene, I thought that was pretty intense. You know, yeah. Because then they're like, no, we don't need you, and then they do, and then it's just I don't know. Like, it's just it's everything about it's just kind of compelling and just keeps you drawn in and invested. Like where do they go from here? You know, and by the end of the issue. You know they're the they're the kings of the city. You know, which I think is a, is interesting because Harley 
has been trying to keep the kids from knowing everything. It's kind of been trying to shelter them from information about Jack. And I mean, that is kind of the point of this, this, I guess this story and this, um, this journey that they're on is because Jack's going to show them aspects of his life that they don't know about and stuff. So they are learning, you know, they learn about where he, like the, the orphanage that he was at the, the gravestone, which they see has been abused and, um, vandalized and stuff and then all of a sudden they they stand up to these uh thugs because they're you know joker fans and then they end up saying of basically where it's almost like what um arthur fleck wanted at the end of joker these kids got of like i'm a joker and everyone's like rallying around that because they love the symbol of the joker and his the joker yep. it's like oh my gosh yep. they're you know these this is royalty this is joker's kids um that's what so they're gonna think- do when eric has kids with what? That's what they're gonna do when Eric has kids. Oh yeah, he already has kids. <laughs> he doesn't know it though. Um, I think so. I really like I like that. And then I'm curious how you're gonna get Neo Joker and Harley. Like I like that they're gonna be on a mission together. Uh, I hope we return to because I like the the angle here of Scarface's daughter. It makes total sense. Um, not Scarface's daughter, Ventriloquist's daughter. Um. Mm-hmm. you know and, and the whole reason for her existing is because like joker you you're, you're the reason that my dad was killed so now i'm going to take part of your family uh i like that i hope we go back to the funhouse because i just thought that was like a fun set piece with all the puppets yep. and stuff i love um, it and then i mean to add on to what you were saying about seeing how diana prince and john stewart come more into play i mean you see that what Bruce is working on, but he's talking to somebody who's who's a chatterbox, and then you find out, oh, that's Agent West. Well, you know who that is, so that's also interesting too. Um, he's really they're really bringing in the Justice League. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's interesting, like what that might lead to, or if that's just you know some little uh, nuggets to chew on. Um, for the time being and whatnot. So yeah, I think, and then, Oh, Merca and Dolphos are, I really, I really enjoy. And I like how there's like a dark kind of shading around all over the place that, mm-hmm. um, I don't know that, that her designs really fit with the look of the white Knight universe, I think, while also making it seem like its own, uh, it keeps it fun, but the dark, coloring and shading i think keeps it feeling you know some more more mature mm-hmm. uh, i actually so i have an ocd problem that i like the cover art to match the interior art if possible um so i double dipped on covers this month because it's a sh- how do you do that with I, being like a lieberman super fan i don't i know exactly um the joker man who stopped laughing uh has been yeah anyways so i Murphy's cover I actually didn't love. Uh this which month. was the, which was this one? No, which was this one of okay. uh Neo Joker and Poison Ivy. Yeah, and I like I, this one with the couple of And so yes, I saw Andolfo's cover, the variant, which is what you picked up. Oh, and I loved that cover. Yeah. I did I did. Because in my collection, it's gonna bug me if all of the all six issue covers are Sean Murphy or Five of the six are Sean Murphy, and then one was Murka. So I was just like, whatever. Um, so yeah, double dead. But I really loved her cover. It's very nice. 
So anyways. it's very like creepy and you know, mm-hmm. you know it, it sets the tone and you know <laughs> it's I think it's all perfect. the little puppets of the of you know rogues. Yeah, you know, my little penguins there, which is like my favorite. Yeah, your little Aussie. Get you an, an Aussie puppet. Uh so yeah, big fan of Generation Joker still. Also, that Tuesday, Batman Superman, world's finest, number 16. Not as hyped up on this one as I once was. Uh, it's fun. It goes there. It is. I. It's not surprising that like Mark Wade goes there with a Batman Superman team up book. Um, in no way, obviously, am I saying that it's bad or anything like that. It's just. It's he does a lot. <laughs> With these two, yeah, I will flat out say that Dan Mora's art continues to impress and looks awesome. Uh, the coloring, which let me give a shout out to the Tamara Bond villain, uh, did coloring on here, and I think the coloring with Mora's art I think looks great. So that's all cool, but it it's almost like this is a Justice League Unlimited disguised as a bat or a batman superman book disguised as uh however you want to say it just like unlimited with how many other characters they're fitting in and how crazy the story's getting mm-hmm. um there's a lot it's, of action it's very reminiscent to me of the lobe super uh, super i can't remember the orders or batman super superman batman lobe was on it was superman yeah, batman it reminds me it's very similar to that if you ask me because it, it I think they're fun stories. Sometimes it takes my Batman into places I don't really like. Yeah. Sometimes it, it adds elements to my Batman that I don't enjoy him mixing it up with. But at the same time, they're really good, fun Justice League stories. I appreciate the uh, the young Dick Grayson aspect. That's what I love most about it. Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson, Robin aspect. That's what's really kept me around. Um, Mora's art's uh, nothing short of brilliant. Um, mm-hmm. I don't mind it. Because this isn't in the main Batman title, I may drop this at some point. Like When the story I don't like. Um, I have no problem dropping it, but I've been I've been enjoying it um so far. I mean, like I it, Mora's art is stunning. His his flash is beautiful. Like it's yeah. like his Robin costume is great. I, I his Amazo or Super Amazo or Krypton. I like I, all, I all the it was all good. Designs. Yeah, no, it was all good. Um, and you know the Metal Man, it, it's far out there. Yeah, but uh, I you know the good thing about Wade is like. It'll be far out there for this story. Then he'll kind of change it up the next story. And I think that's what keeps the book really fresh. Yep. Uh, I'm trying to think what. Ryan didn't read the book. No, I didn't read the book. (laughs) Chapter four. I think that there's been like they've done five issue arcs. So maybe it concludes the next one. I don't know because it does. Oh, yeah, it does. At the bottom of the last page says to be concluded. So there you go. So that's at least like you just said of keeping it feeling fresh is that it's not, this is a 12 issue. This is a 14 issue uh, arc or anything like that. It's keeping it to where it is five. And at this point I'm like, good, because I think I'm good for this to wrap up next issue. And then let's move on to something different. After like three parts of a story, I start debating, do I like this? Do I want to keep it? Do I want to drop it? You give it three. If it's at five, I'll be like, I'll see it through. You know, because it's like by the time you know, because if I if I like enough to get to four, then why wouldn't I get to the end? But if it's yeah. like eight or ten, you're like, oh my god, it's a whole year. <laughs> Batman, that was it the last or the night or lost night, last night, whatever it was, the early Bruce story. 
Oh God. Oh. Well, that book started out hot. Those first two issues when he when he was hanging out with that MILF. That was that, that was good stuff. <laughs> and then it, yeah, I'm not yeah, uh, after so, like, I mean after this, they found the teeth. Got I almost feel like this is a a contemporary almost like 50s era-ish story, you know? Um it doesn't That's a good way to in, look at it. it. It doesn't make it too twisted and dark. Uh it's just like bringing in like fun and bright elements but serious enough to keep you going i don't know it's uh it's fun i'm not i'm not done with it it's just i'm ready for let's see what the next arc is going to be so stick around think, more yeah, let's see, see how this one ends i think this one will end uh in a in a, in a fun way I, it's Wade, man like i've been reading mark wade for like 20 years so like I'm not worried at all, to be honest with you. I know he's he, he's this is his like his DC resurgence. So apparently, he's which did, which good. I believe started with Endless Winter, if I'm not mistaken. Didn't he? What did he write Endless Winter? Was mm, he one of the guys who did that? I don't think he did. Who wrote Endless Winter? I feel like he was a writer who hasn't written in a, for DC in a while. I thought it was one of the. It was like Josh Williamson or something, um, written by Andy know. Andy Lanning. Andy Lanning and Ron Mars. Oh, it was Ron Mars. Okay. So Ron Mars, yeah, he's another one who kind of like was gone from DC for a while and made his comeback. That's why I got them confused. Gotcha. All right. There you go. Schmarzel. Moving on along. Moving Moving along. We're going to do the last Tuesday. All right. Keep that energy. Keep that optimism. Keep on singing as we talk Detective Comics 1073. Oh, Take it away, Peter. Sucks all the fun out of everything. Um, I didn't think this was bad. I kind of dug the issue because <laughs> it, it made me feel like I was reading like a no man's land tie-in, you know, oh destruction in the city, Batman underground fighting the villain as the as you know the caverns are you know collapsing around them. Batman's got some good dialogue, he's talking some good smack, you know. I got you right where I want you. Here we go, ready. And then all of a sudden it turns into Goldface Bane, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know uh, that's weird um <laughs> somehow this this i don't know this guy in this stupid electrical suit is able to just walk right into the watch uh, the clock tower bell tower and disable oracle's computers and she does nothing but there's some good teases like ten-eyed man um who was just in like arkham new world or whatever that book was called he's he's making an appearance two-face seems to be in play so uh, again so we haven't seen him since a few issues so like i'm i'm excited to see what's going on there looks like mr freeze um as well um there's some good jim and, and babs moments there but like overall like it's just like i don't care about this once this guy turns into like this hulking bane like figure i'm like whatever and then <laughs> Barbados makes an appearance and I just <laughs> I compared him to Krampus like that's what I look like when I, I think of that movie Krampus whenever I see that stupid Barbados thing so like I don't know it, it's got cool again like every issue of Detective Comics that Ruby has written cool elements the story overall sucks but it's got cool elements involved in it and Reese's artwork is really brilliant throughout even the stupid parts like this hulking masculine thing it's like whatever like i just it it, it looks it, he drew he drew it really well like I, this point of his story is so stupid but the artwork's great uh the action panels are good they flow really easily uh batman looks amazing his fighting is incredible uh it, it you know it, it's it's a well put together comic book from an artistic standpoint so overall i think i gave it like a c plus 
Oh, the backup yeah. story is even worse. It's like it's like the origin of the gold face guy and the six-eyed woman. And I'm like, these are the characters that are just ruining the story for me. So I want less of them, not more. So I'm just like, I'm out of this. I uh totally with you on Ivan Reese's art on this. Really loved his art yeah. uh, in this story. The art overall I thought was pretty good uh yeah. throughout. Uh and that's yeah, I mean I can't really say anything I haven't been saying. I'm just not enjoying it for the oh. like the story itself. I'm not enjoying. So, I mean, I'll just leave it at that. Uh, good art. Don't enjoy the story. <clears throat> so moving when on. Over? When is this over? Do they give us in, any indication? I, to be, I have yeah, no idea. And, and to be continued. Like, I can't remember the last time I bought an issue of Detective Comics. It's, it's been a while for me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> these are totally like I'm um, 10 years dollar it's been, a while. it's been a while it's been a while you know how Paul Herman's gonna be like this is the best detective comic I've ever read yep. <laughs> I'm like what well you called Paul I've had someone else tell me that they enjoyed it as well and I said well good on you you enjoy um, hey I'm happy you enjoyed it well, yep I'm just glad I, I can talk to Lauer and yeah. hate on it <laughs> Yep, I'm... <laughs> yeah, because that's our know, favorite really thing. Sucks. I don't like it. All right. All right. Also that yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Batman the Adventures continues season three. Oh my god. Issue Ryan. six. So first of all, I'm gonna tell wow. you that I loved the cover. Oh my god, is it a beautiful cover? It I, the, the problem is the text ruins the cover. I know the title it, it's not title safe. It's not. I feel so bad for the artist because the cover is brilliant. Yep. They should have done one of the, so, you know, a variant cover is like the new Batman adventures uh, where it's got Batman, the clean in cover. front of the moon and then the Nightwing, Batgirl, Robin, oh, that really? should have been the main one with that big text across the top. And then the, the smaller text should have been on this main cover that has Roz over. Uh, Batman. Yeah. Although I guess if it's B-Taz, it's race, isn't it? Um, yeah, well, let's be let's you know speak properly. So, anyways, yeah, love that cover. Um, the other covers are cool too. As so is like the title card, the offer part one that they've been doing, like title you know title card covers for these, which have been awesome. I uh, haven't seen it at my shop. If I do, I will purchase them. I wonder if they're the one twenty fives, which are you know rare and expensive. I wonder if that's Maybe. what it's been. Um, overall, like the issue though, and it's a it's part one of a two-parter. I uh, I love the issue. Oh, it was amazing. It felt like an episode of B-Taz. You know, that was the best thing about it, is it felt like a real episode of B-Taz, where the other ones felt like they were trying to make episodes of B-Taz. This one fits in perfectly. The tone, everything just, is just masterful. Um, I, lo- I love the Tim, Dra- uh, the Tim Drake, Bruce Wayne dynamic in this story. Tim's always trying to push Bruce to lighten up a little bit, even on vacation and everything. And Bruce just won't have it. Like, who goes to Bruce? Is like, I'm going to a vacation. I'm going to still go talking these models. I'm going to go lift weights. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm just dead. I can't. I, can't I mean, seriously, it's Tim and Bruce. The only and Tim's two like guys get at it the in. pool. <laughs> yeah, and Bruce is like, well, I'll just stay here in my. I don't know, my hey dudes and my tucked in polo and my shorts, some sunglasses. And yeah, I mean, like, oh boy. But hey, that's, I mean, that's Bruce Wayne for you. Yep, Mine's on a mission. But yeah, I love the, I mean, everything that you said, you know, we get a nice fight. There's the only Batman is the, 
is the first page uh screenshot on a phone mm-hmm. like that's the only or no sorry the it's panels leading up to that and so like that's it but it's setting up for you know he's gonna suit up in the in the next one you know but like i love the intercut with somebody's being chased uh in the sewers yes uh you get a little montoya and bullock which i thought was funny yeah which i thought yeah entertained by that as well and then i mean and talia shows up or talia's the one unmasked herself you know fought bruce love it everything like everything i think just works and then it's an old man Roz, and i mean in yes it's just it's the way that he got bruce in the submarine i think was pretty damn good too who reviews this book for bluff this is a hobby joint mm-hmm. lucky bastard yeah why don't you guys why don't you guys switch <laughs> That's why he, he called dibs. He brought, brought why don't double. you switch? You have to re- review Detective. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's true. There you go. Switch that. I off. was thinking about you. Sorry, sorry. Um, but no, I mean, and then it—I don't know—it leaves us in a good spot as far as you know. Selena's being chased, and then you're going to get some Gotham City sirens in this universe because she crashes in on Poison Ivy and Harley, and then it's the court, court of Owls that were chasing her. Meanwhile, you've got Bruce on like underwater with. The Al Ghouls, so like I don't know, like it, it leaves in a good spot where you know this is. I'm pretty sure this series it was announced as being seven a seven issue one, so that means mm-hmm. that this is going to conclude next next issue. So I don't know. I I love this one. After I forget what the the four parter was called that we wrapped up last month. Yeah, um, I don't like that, that I thought was just, man. that was just fine to me. Right? Was uh, that Joker is, Straight Man? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't like that one. Really. It was it was fine for me. This rebounds it, so I'm I really look forward to next month's issue. Good stuff. Uh, speaking of good stuff, Peter, Batman, the Brave and the Bold, number two. This, yeah. I think you're being sarcastic. No, I'm being serious. Man. You're serious? Oh yeah. my god, I love. I know this you and everyone Batman else. Joker I love, story. I love <laughs> Joker story. This whole thing, I'm protesting this book. I'm not buying this book. This book's bullshit. Batman Brave and the Bold. It's a Justice League book. It's just Brave and the Bold. Stop mistitling it. I'm not buying it. Set eight dollars for one story. I'm sorry. I can't. The other stories aren't good. I'm not going to give it to you. You didn't yet. enjoy you know, the short at the end. I didn't All know. Things I considered the eight page from Joel Jones. Uh, yeah, actually, I did. That's probably the best thing actually about the book. But still not enough for me to spend eight dollars on it. So, right. um, so this is where DC people are going to get the good stuff. Pete and I are at opposite ends. That's it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I will be honest with you about every anthology book they print, and I'm going to be brutally yeah. honest about this one. I did not like. So this, I did not read Stormwatch or Superman last month. I did not read those this month. So now, for uh, what's the price point on this? Is it eight bucks? It's eight dollars. It's seven ninety nine. Eight bucks for. 30 pages that is that's too much for me yeah so hopefully i i still i love this batman the winning card which is the batman joker story i hope that that gets collected i hope that it it remains good to me remains good till it wraps and then it's collected and i can buy that collection which will end up being cheaper than buying six issues of brave and the bolt i love the this uh the winning card story from King and uh, Garrett's retelling basically 
and with a little bit more in depth, a little bit more like it's a little bit more depraved. It's scarier, a little bit more terrifying Joker. I love all of the art that, that's that's being done here. Um, I don't remember if it was in this issue or the last one where Joker with the the little girl and he's like hiding behind the chair. Ooh. It might have been the first one. I don't know. But I like how he's drawn and like the the coloring for the Joker um panels yeah, and stuff yeah. is oh it's great. Like I don't know. I just I love it. And so I don't I don't care as bad as it sounds. Uh I don't care about the the Stormwatch and Superman stories because Storm I don't know. Like yeah. I'm reading Batman. That's what I want to read is is Batman. I know Pete loves to say I don't read, I don't get out of Gotham. Um, but I just I love the the text being like the stylistic choice of the text being on these these cards of like old silent films. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I love the aesthetic. I like the story. It's I like the the vibe, the atmosphere. I don't. I'm a big fan of what's what's cooking for that story. So bummer, Pete, that you. It, are you not as high on the story or do you not like the, I fact the story of what was they're doing bit, with the anthology? I, I, it's both. I, I think the yeah, story's a little okay. overhyped. I'm just like, yeah, the original story's fine. This is, you know, the story itself is just kind of like, oh, okay, I've been here. I know how this, I already know how this ends. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it's, it's just like, oh, it, it, it actually kind of reminds me of like when I talk about Spider-Man blue, Paul Herman's like, just read the original story. Hmm. You know, like, why are you reading this? Like, you know, kind of, Screw you, Paul yeah. Herman. I love Spider-Man yeah. Blue. Oh, I do too. It's probably my favorite Spider-Man story, but it's it's the same thing. It's like the same effect. Like, oh, yeah, I've already read this before. I know Zen's. I know it's a little more detailed, but like, I don't know. It's I, I'm not gravitating to it the way mo- most people are. So, and then sure. you put it in this anthology format with these other stories, which I don't think are good, and you charge me dollars for it, so I'm just not buying it. Like I, after the first one, I, I was like, all right, I know what you're doing here, and I don't like it. Uh well the other addition here is the Joel Jones black and white story at the end, um, which I would buy first, art from. Like oh my god, I buy pages of that. Yeah, so the first the first page, uh, I mean, what do they put on a pedestal here? Is the eighty nine Batmobile mm-hmm. with the other vehicles, and that looks great. But I mean that that's a damn good Batcave, good Batman. Uh, like that story, and yeah, it's just like a a quick one. It's like, oh, so it's called Scars. Did I just miss? Well, because yeah, so like so it says all things considered, on like on the front when it breaks down what you know what stories are included, it says all things considered. But then you actually get to the story at the end, and and it's called Scars. So I don't know. Yeah, um, I Scars, like it. Scars makes more sense. But it, I don't know. I really like. I really like that one too. Um, but anyways, it's just. Not, I think your point. Your point stands on. <laughs> your your point stands. I think. In, you could make you could justify your urban legends purchasing, more so because that at least had two. That quote unquote, unquote, issues. one story I didn't like. Yeah at least like two issues included in every issue, which if you break that down even more, then you are getting your money's worth here. If it's only one, you're paying $8 for a 22 page story. That's mm-hmm. overpriced. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get that for me. 
I'm all about this for that Joker and uh, Batman story. And then if they can include good black, like last month, the the short at the end was Dan Mora writing and drawing here. It's Joel Jones. I hope that continues next month with another person doing something Batman. Um, but I, I think it's totally valid. The point that you're bringing up. Uh, finally, oh, this is an interesting one. The Riddler year one issue five. You, when I talked to you, actually, even yesterday, I said I hadn't read this yet, and you were like, it's interesting. And that's all you said about it. So why don't you go ahead and take it away? Yeah, like this kind of like, this reads to me like I'm reading like Kurt Cobain's journal. Yeah. Like, if you ever read that, like, it's kind of like that. It's it's like, it's more like ideas than anything else. It's not really, it, it really takes you inside. It's like his scrapbook until like the mm-hmm. very end. Um, it really leads you into what created the Riddler. And that's like, this is one of the most detailed origins about a villain that we've ever seen that didn't involve really much action. Like it's just kind of like his everyday life up until like his breaking point. And it's been pretty interesting. It's been really like sad and you can see what has created this individual. Um, I don't think I've ever read anything like it. It's, 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 I say, if you don't like, what is it, like, prose? Like, it's probably more comparable to that than an actual comic book. It makes me think of, in the halfway point, of remember the Joker Harley criminal sanity? Like, the middle was just, like, a a comic Mm -hmm. of Harley's uh, case files. Yeah. It reminds me of that. So it's almost like it should be deemed as, like, to me, as almost like an extra rather than a chapter of the book, in my mind. Um, Trey Jackson has been on this show before. Um, we know we've met, talked to plenty of times. He writes reviews on Batman on film for this, and he did a really good job on this issue in particular and bringing up the point of like, as a, you know, in two months, like two months of after two months wait, we get this. And then we're waiting two more months till the ending. It's kind of like, I don't know, but maybe collected in that hardcover trade it's going to work better. Um, Okay. I think there's a lot of interesting parts to this. Overall, I'm kind of like, I'd have rather had a continuation of like the story as we've been getting, but I don't think that this was bad at all either because it gave a lot of like insight, interesting insight in a different, in a unique way, uh, in an original way. And it's, I don't know. It's his journal. And it's, I mean, the whole thing is just making you play through elements of the movie, right? Connecting to stuff. There's really the movie. cool parts. So, you know, there's photos of like, of the commissioner and he's, he's got a picture. of was like, join the gym for the commissioner. Like you could see he's, dra- you know, like I like how he's like drafting things and figure things out. That's why like, I love the Batman saga. Cause I think it's so complete between yeah. prequel novel, uh, movie, comic book tie-in penguin tv spinoff and then we get the second movie um i haven't fallen off the batman hype train because of stuff like this and uh, i think what what everyone's doing is really involved it is brilliant and especially since dano's writing it um Uh that's even more impressive i i like this like i get what you're saying it's kind of like an extra but like i think it's fascinating to really take a dive into the riddler's mind and this just t- shows like how twisted he is. Like, I feel like one of the cops, like, hey, 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 Lieutenant, he's, he's got no gloves. What do you want to do with this? You know, like, I feel like I'm reading the evidence. Like, you know, it's, evidence. Yeah, it's cool. It's like, oh, he's got gloves. He's got gloves. You know? So yeah. I'm like, uh, it's I'm into it, man. I really I like this a lot more than I thought I was going to. I thought this was a lot of fun. Wall scare. Yeah, it. so it's <laughs> 
I'm definitely not painting it. It's just, I think, to be honest, I think I would have liked more of like the comic element, but yet I'm not against this. And then when that, when the collection comes out and I read through it again, I think it's going to add um, more to it overall. Than I'm going to have, yeah. Time, so I'd but, love a hardcover for my bat, for my, the Batman shrine. The Batman shelf. The shrine. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's going to be centered around that popcorn cow that Rob Byers was able to get me a couple years there ago. You go. Yep. Oh, you know, and then I'll put my like, McFarlands and all my things. No Ooxes <laughs> in this display. Yeah. No Ooxes. Uh, no, that's going to be the villain in part two. I think Bill would burn down Burbank. <laughs> he burned down everything. <laughs> this is uh, it. This is a lie. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> a shout out also that came out on June 27th this month became available to buy his absolute Batman three jokers. Pete and I have already placed our orders. Can't wait for purchased. that. And the, if you uh, did it on in-stock trades, it was half off, so I only spent yeah, 50. It was a hell of a deal. Yeah. Uh, Pete, this is the time now. Let's shoot through a, a great segment. Batman! I'm going to go first, because I always do. Back to normal with the Joker, the man who stopped laughing, got a Bermejo cover. I don't know that there's any more covers coming from Bermejo for this, though. Uh, this one, I remember, he always posts each one on his Instagram. Let me see. What's it look like? He's in jail cell. Mouth that's open. Tonight, that's classically. That's classically. good stuff. Um, another interesting chapter, another fun story. Matthew Rosenberg, that guy knows what he's doing. God, uh, is Dia, this man brilliant? Dia Jandamenico, uh, DDG. Dia, uh, really cool. It teases what really stinks is that we aren't going to get to continue this story for two months. Um, because I don't think the night tears you've read it, so say nothing spoilery. I haven't read it yet. Uh, it does not continue one. with this story. No. Okay. Didn't think so. That's all, Carmen DG. Carmen DG. Uh, it's it's great because it's building toward a conf- confrontation finally beca- between the fake Joker and the real one. Um, yeah. Do you I mean, the buildup's been issue. too long, or do you think it's been the right amount of time? Um, I think this is about the right amount of time. Maybe an you. issue sooner, but also, mm. like, I wasn't impatient knowing that this one ends and it's like, okay, it's coming. Like, cool. Uh, yeah. And then I, of course, give me Francesca Francavia uh, on the backup. And I loved, loved the backup. Got, oh my gosh, the, the skeleton key, which was the mm-hmm. story in Black Mirror um, doing that side um, profile look of Gordon's like Francavia does so freaking perfect. Did you get like Bolin vibes from this, this, this backup? Uh, no, like, I didn't think about it. I, I kind of get like Bolin vibes. Interesting. This is one of my favorite shorts, I think, of these backup stories. It's so unique. Yeah. It's because the way it one. ends. I was like, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Uh, no, I issue. love the story. I think it's, I think, dude, like, I am so into Rosenberg. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I forgot Jason Todd was a major figure in this story just because, you know, it's been a while since I read it, but it's been a while. Yeah. Um, I, I love this story. I can't wait to see what happens. I can't wait to find out who the real Joker is. Yeah. I like Killer Croc's involvement. I, I don't know. Like, I'm so curious. Like this, whoever the fake Joker is, he's doing a great job because I can't figure it out. I, yeah. I honestly can't. Like the way they talk, the mannerisms, like the way they're drawn, <laughs> I honestly can't figure it out. So I'm dying to find out who it actually is. And um, yeah, just oh man, it's so great. I, I bought the main cover. I love the main cover, Gotham or Bust. Like I did. I, no disrespect to Lee, but I really I like that for that yeah. main cover there. With the guys and the car and everything, it just fits like it fits with the issue. I, I maybe mean, it's it's like my Lauer moment. Like this this cover perfectly goes into with whatever the book is, whatever happened in the book. 
And yeah, I love the Joker's really- henchmen too, like or, at least the car Joker. Like <laughs> the, the, the guy, he's like this dead guy. He's like no, and he's like, where are we going? Like, ah! Yeah, <laughs> like I can see that playing out to a good comedy beat in like a movie or TV show or something. Uh, also, let's see, Poison Ivy number thirteen. Poison Ivy is finally back in Gotham. Um, we get some Batman action here, which I think was cool. Uh, drawn by Kelly Jones. Like they have multiple artists on this, and Kelly Jones got got that part, which is which I really enjoyed. Uh, yeah, it's basically starting like a new chapter in this mm-hmm. now ongoing series by her being back in Gotham City, and then you know she tracks down. I thought she was going to track down Swamp Thing, just given that it was a total you know a slaughter swamp, but it actually ended up being <gasps> Killer Croc, and you know creates a deal with him and how she wants the space, and I mean it's it sets the table for what's to come, and um, yeah, I thought it was a fun issue and a good starting point. If if you haven't been reading this, it it's been consistent. Um, book's uh, been fun. This starts a new base, a new arc essentially. I think this is one of the best books uh, about. Uh, a villain getting a main title right like it, it's kind of like denny o'neill said at one point it was impossible to write like a joker series because like yeah you know he's got to get caught every issue basically at, by but, their restrictions at the time yeah yeah so like it's just and it's always, it's always kind of been tough to write from the villain's perspective yeah. um but ivy kind of toes that line a la catwoman and and harley where you know sometimes she's you know a criminal sometimes she's not sometimes she does it for her best interest and you can play it up a bit and i think uh willa wilson does a wonderful job with that she makes ivy such a likable character like you know like you're kind of you, at this point like she the birds of prey or not birds of prey i'm sorry the gotham city sirens really have become like this likable group of just like yeah like all right so they do once in a while they do something stupid but overall like they sell really well and I've been reading Catwoman and Harley for years. So like, I'm happy Ivy's finally getting some, you know, some print love. Um, Cause she's, you know, she's one of my favorite villains and let's be brutally honest. It's definitely because of Batman and Robin, um, of course, <laughs> you know, as being Always. a kid, you know, like th- those, those core villains of those movies are a big part of uh, my childhood. So I always love those guys. Um, and you know, it's cool seeing Ivy interact with Croc and I'm sure the Floranic man will play a part in this at some point. And there's, there's no way that, uh, they're done with those with those two characters, so uh, I can't wait to see. And you know, you always throw in Harley and Ivy, and things are just going to get crazy. So I, I love this book. I can't wait. Um, it's actually better than the regular Harley book at the at the time. Um, so I would see if, if, in my opinion, I would be reading Poison Ivy and a Harley Quinn. Well, there you go. Uh, there you from go. That's it. from yeah. Pete himself. Oh, fine. Okay, finally. Okay, well. Well, I don't read the Harley book, so I can't. Of course, you don't. It's the only book in God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just a funny oh, Hey, by the way, did you right. read this Cowboy Zombie book I read? It was great. I was like, okay, fine, Ryan, <laughs> exactly. Didn't take yeah. place in Gotham. Did you read it, Peter? God, Peter, like, you only, no, you no, only stick to tights. Keeps in tights. That's all, you're damn right. Um, Why do you think I'm here? If I read I also other books, read I wouldn't issue, be on the show. <laughs> issue two of uh, Tom Taylor's Titans book. Thought they did a little bit of a bait and switch. Uh-oh. and how the last issue ended and how this one opens and then all of a sudden it's not like they necessarily but it serves the, the whole issue which is Uh-oh. why i feel like Lowers it's not a happy. cheat but i feel like it's not a cheat um in dealing with wally west uh i think the mission that the titans go on i thought was was done pretty well um there you know it's heroic but beast boy like he goes full hulk which was kind of 
I mean, kind of fun. The reason he does is not fun. Um, whether animals are alive or not, it's sad when they die. There's tigers Scrap- meat. Except for Scrappy Doo. Um, yeah, I, I Scrappy. what we're about to talk, the next one we're going to talk about, I like a lot more than this, but this still does enough that I'm interested to keep reading. Does Titans qualify for the Batman Book Club? Yeah, because it's Dick Grayson as Nightwing. He's a right. he's a All friend right. of Batman. Okay. Okay. All right. Is he not? I mean, so Superman. We talk action. I say Batman. You've brought up Superman <laughs> before. You talked about the Superman. Uh, Superman lost. Bruce Wayne was a big factor in that. We only, but that's why we only talked about one issue. <laughs> okay. Well, um, I up, actually didn't. By. I actually didn't read Titans. Um, that that okay. yeah, the budget. There's a budget. Yeah. And Titans is affected by the. That's what I mean, I I don't know. Also, if I like how the third issue, so there are three in that it'll be a little telling next month. That if I still feel like, yeah, I mean, it's fun, then I'll I might say just something a little stop. controversial. Tom Taylor's Nightwing didn't blow me enough away to read Tom Taylor's Titans. Blow you up. My goodness. Whoo! That's why I did give Titans a shot. So let's talk Nightwing because that's the next one. Nightwing one hundred and five. Mm-hmm. I loved this one. No, this was a I good think issue. Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo do like that's when this book is the best. So they did a Titans arc. The last I don't know how many issues, at least four, I think, were all about like basically setting up for a Titans book. Where I'm just like, this just reeks of setting up for something else. Give me what you guys have been doing. This one is a total first person perspective throughout the whole thing, which I thought was fantastic. I love the the art. Fantastic. So detailed of as he's gliding through the city, you know, him and uh Babs suits up as well. So of course I love the Nightwing and Barbara or Batgirl stuff. How could you and then it? like the reflection on the buildings is mm-hmm. drawn so well too. So it's just like I like the subway stuff or the train stuff. Yeah, the train stuff was awesome. Yeah. So Bruno Redondo, like give him like the he's been really creative on these in the story. He's been the best thing. Again, like, everyone's yep. raving about Taylor, but I think Redondo is actually the one you need to talk about because his artwork, his whether artwork it's so covers flowing into just a gigantic canvas, right, or this POV type stuff. Like he does stuff that's really creative and not really pop, not really mainstream. Like I don't think I don't think many I don't think I've ever read an issue like this. And let me tell you something. I don't know whose idea it was to all of a sudden crash into Dunder Mifflin but I applaud it. I'm here all day for it. Um, I don't know if you're a fan of The Office. I love The Office. Yes, I do. Okay. So, yeah, as soon as that first panel, when they crashed into the building, I saw Dwight right away, and I'm like, I don't know, that's really yellow hair. But then I looked, and Phyllis was on the left side. I'm like, oh, shit, there's Phyllis. And then up there, oh, there's Creed. Oh, there's there's Kelly. Oh, there's Jim. Oh, there's Michael. Oh, my gosh, there's Stanley. I totally didn't notice that until now. Really? Yeah, well, that's so that's where because of course comic book resources did a uh did a story on this. And of, course their, of course yeah. their headline was written as clickbait, and of course, with with people not reading it had tons of things to say. So of course it was just kind of like a bunch of loud noise. This is how something like this should be done. This can age like a fine wine, whether people watch the office or not, because it's first person's per- perspective crashing in to an office building and running through and disrupting an office to get on an elevator and then has like a funny moment real quick with the line and then gets out the elevator. It's not like, Hey, you know, that's what she said. Hey, it's the office. Hey, Michael Scott. Well, hi there. I'm here or anything like that. It's just like, if you're aware of the office, they're just running through the office and like story continues. And I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Um, The story, like that is not going to, I'm not going to like 
I'm not going to dump on the story at all because Tom Taylor does a consistently good job with Nightwing. It's good. But I'm with it's you good. of this is like, this is an exhibition for Redondo because yet again, he does something very unique with the art and the look of his art itself, I think is unique and stand out. And then, but now here the approach of first person's perspective throughout the whole thing is another added uh, bonus. So yeah, the, the issue gets like an A from me because of the style. I'll give you that. I'll agree to that. So there you go. And that separates it a lot from Titans. So where like, I'm going to keep reading Nightwing. I have since Taylor signed on because this team has done really cool things with this book. And that's why that's what will keep me coming back to it. Uh, Lastly, I'm including Wonder Woman number 800 because there is a section in that where uh, I was wondering visits, why that was included in the rundown. Where Diana, well, Pete, there is Uxus in this, but also um, there's a a nice chunk that is Diana visiting Bruce. When does that come out? I don't think I even think I bought it. It came out on the twentieth. Um, but it is like it. it's almost like Diana seeing his constant pain helping him through that and it's almost like it, it could almost have played as like part of the night terrors it seems and then bruce ends up waking up and he's kind of like appreciative of diana so there's like a good camaraderie there and stuff and she experiences like what's going on in bruce's head you know and it is the reliving of his parents getting murdered and the pain and stuff like that so that's why i included wonder woman 800 and then at the very end it's a setup for king's book um because it is you know I want to say like the young Trinity, but it's got Jonathan as Superman, Damien as grown up Batman, and then the new character, um, who's the who's the daughter that was announced that's gonna be in Oh, I forget Diana's daughter's name. I know your daughter. Okay, okay. Yeah. And like the I image to, it's uh, part of the variant, it's like her standing on the rock. Um I, I think it's, that's that. that's leading into Tom Taylor. I'm gonna have to email my comic book guy. Why wasn't this on the pull list, dude? <clears throat> so yeah, that's why I included Batman 800 because I mean Wonder Woman 800 because there was Batman present in it. So take uh, it away, Pete. I'm done. Uh, well, you know, not to not to create drama. Uh-oh. Well, that's not what you're. But I went and I did a little Lee Bermejo shopping. I out Bermejo. Hey, look at you! I checked out Joker Uncovered. Uh-huh. Now. This was really interesting to me because usually when they do these overpriced things and they stick Lee on the cover and they do something like this, it's nothing but covers that you've already gotten. You know, it's just kind of like, hey, look, this is what we've kind of published. And he Lee's kind of done a book like that that's similar to this, but this is actually a comic book. The Joker kind of takes you on a tour of covers, you know, and he kind of has like a little discussion and punchlines involved. So it, it it's it's not bad. It's priced at six bucks. And I think it's cool because you do get a lot of cool stuff. You see a lot of cool things that you haven't seen in a while. Um, and some of them are, and most of them are variant covers. So yeah. you probably haven't seen them at all. Um, it's cool. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Bermejo in here. Um, as mm-hmm. you can see, Man Who Stopped like Laughing 11. Take that, Lauer. I, I, I hit Lauer, Lauer this week. Number I'm one. Man Who Stopped Laughing, number one. Not it's 11. an 11. Okay. It's the number one. I read it. Give me a break. He's such a dweeb. Anyway, this is a lot of fun. I really liked it. The comic books, the little comic portions are cool. The back and forth between Joker and Punchline are great. If you're a Punchline fan, I think she's been wonderful. So that was been that was a lot of fun for me. Um, also, Batgirls ended at issue 19. This has been probably the best Bat book consistently since 
Uh, probably. Uh, I mean, since the last two and a half consistent one. Well, no, can no. I mean, in the last two, I'd say two years, they've been the best bat book uh, overall. I think. Um, just a lot of fun with the girls uh, rallying around people, the girls and the people uh, rallying around them as they find their villain and they take them down. It just ends really cool. It was a fun dynamic. Uh, the community aspect was really great. Seeing Stephanie and Cassandra Bond was good. Seeing uh, more Babs in the Watchtower was fun. It's it it is a really fun book. I mean, it's it it is aimed towards probably a younger female audience but i don't like i didn't really get vibes that it would put off you know an older guy like my, such myself you know so it, it's a really fun bat book and i think you should all read it a harley book that i really love is multiversity harley screws up the dc universe um right now i am saying this pretty much every month harley quinn and this book are doing the exact same thing um but this is a lot of fun i really suggest you guys check that out and also Catwoman uh, 56, really cool stuff. Just lots of fighting, lots of criminal activity. Catwoman, it just, it, it, it's like, it feels almost kind of, I want to say brew bakery. Like it just like, it's, it's, it's not like the most amazing Catwoman you ever read, but it's not, it's, it's still like great Catwoman. It's not just good. It's very, it's, it's really, it's a really good Catwoman story. I know Black Mask gets teamed against Catwoman a lot, but this is still like, it doesn't feel old or, or wasted or anything. It's still, it, it still has that like fresh vibe that you read it, you know, when they first started going at each other years ago. So I really dig it. Um, I, I think that's well worth your time too. If you're a Batman fan, I've been trying to get louder to read some Catwoman for years. He refuses to, I think he hates women, Um, but wow. small dogs and women. Oh, Lauer that's hates. quite a leap. That's not a leap. It's starting to sound like somebody on Twitter. that's a great note to end on isn't it (laughs) laura hates small dogs and women gosh (laughs) can't wait to have you back on pete uh there we go i'd like to have Uh, peter back on because he enjoys insulting me (laughs) yeah wow it's like why Uh, are they laughing these guys are idiots What was your favorite issue of this month? Ooh, can I say absolute three jokers? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. Yeah. I'm gonna totally surprise you. It's Riddler Year One. Ah, yeah, that is a surprise. Yeah, out of everything well I read, I just be, it's because it's like I said, like I haven't, I've had this Batman hype. And I don't know if the Flash continued it just because it's Batman in that movie, but I've had this the Batman hype for so long now, where it feels like the rides never ended. It's like oh, like it's like you know, all of a sudden it's like oh, Rid- Riddler Year One's in my in my pull list. Like oh my god, it's it's the I'm still on this ride. Like I haven't gotten off yet, you know. Yeah. So it, that's it's the you know, and then I I can revisit the, this little kids book, or I can rewatch the movie, and then you know I'm excited whenever I get to see Penguin. So. You know, it that it was just very interesting to me seeing what's inside that man's mind. So, sweet. Um, man, it's hard for me to choose honestly between Generation Joker number two and Brave and the Bold number two. Um, I guess I'd maybe have to give Generation Joker the edge because that is from beginning to end. I enjoyed it, whereas Brave and the Bold, I read just the Batman stuff. I'm surprised Brave and Bold was up there for you. For me, Generation Joker was close number two, followed by Adventures Continue Six. Those are my top three if I had to pick three. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff for you. Good stuff, Peter. All right. Well, Well, hey. What's the shirt you got on here? Is that a 66 Batmobile? 
It is. It was a gift from Mamira. Uh, Very sweet like, home of you. He's like modeling on the uh, the sixty six mobile. It was a birthday present. Love this shirt. Great design. T Ever like when you when you guys go out? Do you ever model like on your car wearing that T shirt? Does she ever like, get the message? Always. Yeah. Because you've got a like, McConaughey look, you know? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. And <laughs> that's me. People get me confused. Much yeah. like uh, people get Holzman confused with Jason Momoa. Like, nobody gets, first of all, Momoa is not nearly as handsome as Holzman. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be honest. Yeah. Momoa, like, come right. on, give me a break. All right, gotcha. All right. Uh, Pete, why he don't you like go ahead? A shower. Well, thanks for coming back on. And uh, I'm, why don't I'm you go ahead, plug away, talk about that straight out of Gotham podcast. That you and the champion do well if you want to follow me on social media uh my main profiles are twitter instagram and zach snyder's favorite platform bureau that's at pete illustrated you can follow said podcast with champion of long island eric holzman at straight underscore o underscore g that's straight out of gotham uh we have a facebook group and a facebook fan page you consider uh following and joining both a lot of good stuff there um you can follow my spider-man podcast i do with a various group of people, uh, the Italian Spider-Man Coalition podcast, at Italians for Spidey on Twitter. I'm all over BatmanOnFilm.com and Batman on Film YouTube with toy reviews and interviews and comic book reviews. And if you want to hear me just spew toxicity about Detective Comics <laughs> every month, you can check that out. So, Ryan, why don't you uh, take it away there? All right. Um, follow Pete in all those places. I think he, yeah, he's on on stuff that you thought got shut down ten years ago. He's on there. Live somehow. journal. I'm on aim. So. I'm on aim, bro. <laughs> uh, you can follow the Batman Book Club if you aren't already on Twitter and Instagram at the Batman BC for latest episode drops, upcoming episodes, and sometimes even some giveaways, which there will be one soon. Also, make sure to subscribe to the Batman Book Club's YouTube channel, where uh, me and this uh, Italian frolicker right here have completed the road to no man's land. Um, all eight parts of that are up on YouTube and we're going to be dipping into no man's land in July. So um, check us out there. If you want to support the Batman book club, there's a variety of ways you can do that. Number one, patreon.com slash the Batman BC. Number two, tpublic.com in the search engine type TBBC for the Batman book club. Find some uh, great merchandise with this great logo created by Justin Kowalski and slap it on notebooks, t-shirts, hoodies, onesies for your little ones. But if you want to support the show and you don't want to spend any money at all, that's 100% a-okay. The quickest, cheapest, and most impactful thing you can do is rate and review the show. So wherever you listen to it on podcasts, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever, go to the rate and review page and rate and review the show. Because the more reviews the show gets, the more it helps spread the word. And as we all know, the word is panic. panic. So, for Peter Vera, I am Ryan Lauer. And until next time, we've never been comics.